message titled The Path to uh, Self-Control. I was on the phone this week with an uh, individual and endeavoring to counsel with them a little bit and, uh, and getting into some of the challenges that they were facing. And I asked a question. And when I asked the question, I got an immediate response. And it was, it was the place where you go if you don't make heaven, it's called what? Hell. And so when I asked the question, their response was, H, yes. I said, what did you just say? Oh, I'm sorry, pastor. I said, I thought I just baptized you a while back. Well, you did. I said, apparently I should have held you under a little longer. We, we didn't get everything. Well, I'm working at it, pastor. Believe me, but I, I just used that kind of language for so long, I'm, I didn't really mean to say it. I thought, well, I, I can tell you didn't mean to say it. But the reality is, was what I heard that individual say, I'm working on it. Amen? How many of you working on something? Amen. Always working on something to do better. Path to self-control. Have a couple of scriptures I want to share with you in our time together. I pray that you'll pay close attention. And here it is in Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? And what? And what? And what? And next? And next? 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 And then? Self-control. How many of you have more self-control than you need? Raise your hand right now. Well, this message is going to fit perfectly among all of us tonight. And then here's the other issue on Psalms 1, verses 1 through 6. This is what happens when self-control and all the things that we call the fruit of the Spirit, when they're all in place, this is what you look like. This is a word picture. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in seasons and whose leaf does not wither. Whew, whatever he does, what? How much is whatever? Whatever. Everything he does. Why? Because the prerequisite to whatever is found in the first few verses there. Whatever he does prospers. What a promise. Not so with the wicked. Pay attention. They are like chaff that the wind blows away, and therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous. He watches over the way of that person saying, I'm going to do better. He watches over the way of that person who's been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Don't get nervous. Don't get worried. He watches over the way of the righteous. Somebody say amen. When difficulty comes, he watches over 
those that are righteous. You say, well, I'm not righteous. I haven't been a real good boy. Let me tell you what makes you righteous. It's not your track record. It is the fact that he was righteous. He died for you. His blood cleansed you of all your unrighteousness, and he wrote your name down in the Lamb's book of life. You became the righteous one in Christ. Somebody help me preach tonight. Not even dark yet out there. Wow. But the way of the wicked, the way of the person who says, yeah, I know you, God, I understand. I see you, church, I understand, but another day. I'm not ready yet. I can't tell you how many people have told me I'm not ready yet. And I say to them, you don't get to choose when you're ready or not. If the urging of the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, then let me tell you, you better be ready and be ready in a hurry because the wicked will perish. Unbelievable. So how do we take the journey to the path of self-control? Well, it's a broad subject. Let me get into it. The Greek word for self-control means this. It means a, a fixed position in place. In other words, it is to have the strength to stay in place. Not to go to the right or to the left, but to stay in place in your commitment. Stay in place. God, I want to stay in place. I'm going to cover my space and time, my talents and my ability. I want to stay. It is the power of self-discipline and the ability of the Holy Spirit to assist us when we hear the voice of carnal nature. I'd like to be able to tell you that everybody in this room always puts carnal nature in its place. But I got to tell you that most of us in this room often lose that battle. And you may lose that battle, but thank you, Jesus. We have an altar to get forgiveness from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He gives us that favor and that love. I could have said that, that individual on the phone. I'm surprised you said that and said that to me. I want you to know I thought you were saved. I want you to know you're going to have to get rebaptized. I want you to know you joined the church not long ago. We're going to put your membership on suspension. I could have said to that individual, you're not worthy of saying that you go to Victory Church, but that'd be the wrong thing to do. As a matter of fact, that'd be the satanic thing to do. If you knew how many years it took to get that family in the church, just show up. You wouldn't be so quick to kick them down. We understand the righteous, that carnal nature that is there. Now here's a confession. How many of you have a little bit of carnality? You get to raise your hand. A little bit of carnality in you. Come on. A little bit of carnality. Some of you have a little more carnality than others. How many know somebody that has more carnality than you? Way, way in the back, lady raised her hand sitting right beside her husband. Right. So here's what Paul says. Here's what he says. He said, I find this spirit, this principle at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law, but I see another law that's at work. In the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind, making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within my members, my mind, my thought life. 
What a wretched man that I am. Who's going to rescue me from this, this body of death? In my time of study, I thought several ways of how to approach this subject tonight as we launch this wonderful new year that God has given us. Well, we're going to spend a ton of time identifying the areas of our life that we lack self-control. Here's what I found out. Once you identify your lack of self-control, you better do it again tomorrow because there will be a new area that will pop up. Y'all with me? A new area. My job, my goal in my life is not to run down and find the areas of my lack. Amen? Here's what I want to do. I want to get as close to God as I can and say, God, the closer I get to you, you'll take care of the lack and the lack in my life, and everything will work out fine if I seek first the kingdom of God. Here's another, how we ought to exercise self-control. Well, here you go. You express how and what you ought to do to achieve it. And I've got some good answers and some illustrations. Here's an old proverb. I like it. It's why I'm sharing it. Great souls have wills. Feeble ones have only wishes. I have the will to follow in the path of righteousness. I have the will to do what is right. But, oh, wretched man that I am. Got to have the will to wake up every single day to say, I want to be a God pleaser. I want to be a God follower. I want to have that moment of time that I can pray. So if I want to establish that, what are some of the things that I need to do? Here's one. Here it is. It's right there. Establish a goal. I use several scriptures. It is Joshua 24, 15. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you're going to serve. Set a goal. Set a goal. Who's going to be the God? Who's going to be the boss? Whether the gods of your forefathers served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But he said, here's my goal. My goal is this. But it's for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. Is that your goal? That is the goal that we should have in life. God, I want to serve you. I want to follow you. I don't want to be haphazard. Self-control will never work unless... You have a goal in whatever it is you're endeavoring to accomplish. We know that Joshua is the point person here. Where's he at? He's at the end of his leadership. He's aware of his past history. He's aware of the many miracles that God had given him. He's aware of the many times of his own personal failure. He's aware of the times he has been blessed. But in spite of all of that, he declares, hey, people, I fear the Lord. He said, I want you to serve God with faithfulness. I want you to depart from bad influence and other gods. I want you to make a decision. I want you to choose whom you're going to serve. When you set that goal spiritually, you set it down in your heart, and you begin to achieve and discipline yourself to stick to it, God will help. God, my goal is to serve you. I'm going to serve you with all of my heart. Setting the goal alone will not work. Just setting a goal unless you're willing to do this. Here it is. Deny yourself. Deny yourself. I'm going to start coming to church every Sunday. That's my goal. Well, you know what will happen? Somebody will call you up about the second Sunday and say, hey, we're going out on the boat tomorrow. We love to fellowship with you guys. Fish are biting out there somewhere in the, I don't know where they bite. I don't go out there. But they're out there biting somewhere. We want you to go with us. We have a good old time, and it's a great day. 
And you know what? You just made set that goal and go to church every Sunday morning. How easy is it to say, you know what? We've been working so hard. It's so tired. What about let's just, let's just go on the boat and enjoy the beautiful nature of God. Do you think God's going to haul into your house when you've hit the lazy boy later that day and knock on your door and say, where were you? You set the goal to be at church. I called three people today I didn't see this morning. I said, hey, where were you? Where were you? You made a commitment. You want the discipline. You set a goal. I'm looking for you. How do you know when we're not there? I said, it's the sense. <laughs> you understand that? Setting the goal unless you deny yourself. Do you know how do you know that most of us don't have to do anything right? Do you know what it would be if you just said fooey on you? Fooey on the church. I don't have another word to use here, but anyway, it's just who cares? I don't owe my commitment to anybody. I'm going to do what I want to, when I want to, how I want to, no matter what the cost is. And you just get out there and charge forward. But the reality is the things that we love and appreciate most in life usually required some form of sacrifice on our part. You with me, aren't you? How do you achieve that goal? You set reasonable bounds. Well, I'll tell you what, I've got a goal. I'm going to I've got to go and win 25 people to Jesus this month. And if you've never won anybody to Jesus at all, ever, you may have set an unreasonable goal to reach. You got to own it in your heart. That's my goal. As for me and my house, we will. You got to speak to God about it. God, what about it? You got to establish a plan for success. You got to never give up. And you don't forsake the plan when you experience a weak moment. What's our goal? Our goal is Psalms 1, verses 1 through 6. I want to be that water that's planted by the stream that prospers in the seasons when there is no fruit. Aristotle taught the golden mean. This is what he said. Aristotle saw life as a set of balance and that the extremes of anything could be dangerous. He said... His teaching said over or under of any habit was dangerous and could distort life. Under or overeating, under or overexercising, over or underworking, he said, can create damage and unfriendly circumstances in your life. He said we need balance. How many can say amen to that? We need balance in our lives. If you set balance, reasonable goals are there, you commit yourself with it, here's what will happen. God will give you favor and give you great and wonderful success. The high goal for the beginning of the year is not, God, I want to make more money. The high goal is, God, I want to see how close I can get to you during this next, next 12 months. Here's number two. Check the environment. Check the environment, Matthew 26 gives us guidance, verse 69. Peter was sitting out in the courtyard. Servant girl came to him. You also are with Jesus of Galilee, she said, but he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're telling, talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway 
where another girl saw him and said to the people there, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath this time. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, surely you are one of them for your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses on himself and he swore to them, I don't know the man immediately a rooster crowed. What was it? The environment is always controlled by the atmosphere, the people, the place who you hang with. Peter was a self-disciplined, strong-willed, self-confident person. He declared one of his goals was simply this, if everybody deserts you, I will not. Jesus said, we'll see about that. What did he do? He just left him alone. What did Peter do? Peter, with a sense of good behavior, thinking, I've got to protect Jesus. You've got to protect a guy that can walk on water. You've got to protect a guy who can call the dead from the grave. You think you need to go protect? The devil will always give you a good reason why you need to launch into an environment of which you have no strength in. So he launched out. He stands there. He's nosy. He wants to see what's going on. And in that environment, this man who had said just hours earlier, I will never deny you, he fails He went into the wrong environment, warmed his hands by the wrong fire, gathered with the group of non-believers and realized that he was in the minority and the opportunity for denial and failure became a perfect storm for him. It's important that we all enjoy good Christian fellowship. Amen? We should fellowship. Matter of fact, you might have to help yourself fellowship with believers. And it's important that we have friends that are non-believers. You know, you understand what I'm saying? That friends are non-believers. But listen, friend, all of us know that in any relationship with a non-believer, whether or not we are the ones doing the influencing or now the table is turned and they are the ones doing the influencing. You with me? So be careful of that environment in whatever goal that you set. People in the wrong place for the wrong reason. Well, guess what? When you're on a diet, stay away from the all-you-can-eat places. I'm just going to go and get vegetables. It's all I want. You got to pass by the meatloaf. You got to pass by the fried chicken, pass by the pork chop, pass by the potatoes and gravy, pass by the hot rolls, pass, pass by the mac and cheese, pass by the French fries, pass by the baked potatoes, pass by the sweet potatoes, just so you can get to your vegetables. You ain't got enough denial in you to pass all that up. Just one little piece of catfish, God. Just one little piece of catfish. Everybody everybody understand what I'm saying? It's easy to slip in that environment. A lustful heart. Don't get into the porn scene. Don't buy magazines that that are there feeling depressed. Stay away from negative people. Just don't hang with them. Well, what's wrong with you? 
You think you're too good for me? No, I just don't feel that I, I, need, to, I need encouragement. I need strength. And I, I, I want to know I appreciate your friendship maybe later. You see, trying to live for God, you get into the wrong crowd. You've got to get out if you're going to live for God out of the wrong crowd into the right crowd try stop smoking stay out of the smoking section hello now let me just tell you flat out the truth i can give you the names of 25 families right now that ought to be here in this service listening to this message who have the problems that I'm talking about and will call and cry and whine and weep. Did I say whine? Oh, help me, pastor. Please help me. And I look out as pastor and I say, where are you at? Let me tell you something, friend. Every time those doors are open, well, this church, they don't have a service like we do. No, you're not a member of that church. You're a member of this church. The food is shed right here out of this pulpit, and it is a divine interaction that you have with Almighty God. God said you want the food. I gave it to you, but you didn't show up. Will you let that get under your skin, Pastor? No. I don't. <laughs> if I did, I couldn't do what I do. You got to love them. Oh, how many times have I said, oh, Lord Jesus, help me. I need self-control. Let me preach about it. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 9, do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one gets the what? You run in such a way as to get the what? prize everyone who competes in the games goes into what strict training they do it to get a crown that will not last but we do it to get a crown that will last how long forever therefore i do not run like a man running what aimlessly he said i do not fight like a man beating the what the air oh no he said i beat my body and make it my slave so that after i have preached to others i myself will not be disqualified for the what for the prize we're all ministers and declarating individuals of the gospel of jesus christ why stay in the race you see this list is long of those who did not practice self-control and when they slipped into the wrong environment, it was all over. And it will be all over for most people, you know. It really, really will. Number three, celebrate success. Celebrate success, Acts 2, verse 42. They, You'll find out who they are in a moment devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer. And everyone was filled with awe. And many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. Is that what you want? You want to see signs and wonders and miraculous things? I think we all do. Before Jesus died, he stated to those, and then after resurrection, those that loved him, go to the upper room. Stay there. 
Something is going to happen. Well, tell us what. No, you just be there. You just be there. Some have said as many as five or six hundred waited to begin with. We're going to go into the arena where they believe that very good could be that upper room experience. When we're in Israel, I'm telling you, you get ready for your life to be supercharged when you get into the land of Almighty God. You will sense a spirit that is beyond anything you could ever imagine. You will walk in the road in the Via Della Rosa where Jesus walked. I'm here to tell you it will change your world forever. The hundred plus individuals that are going. But after 50 days waiting, says 120 people were left. And then the promise, the promise came. Oh, and it was worth the wait. The sound of the mighty rushing wind. What what does that mean? Peter was there. Peter, the guy who denied even knowing Jesus. The individual that warmed his hands by the wrong fire. He was there. Other disciples happened to be there. Those who received the promise exercised the self-control to establish a goal and said, hey, That's our time to be there. Doesn't make any difference if the boss man calls. We were told by Jesus to be there. We're going to be there. They did not become weary or or give up. They exercised the proper discipline. Today could be the day. Always pray that prayer. Today could be the day that the heavens open for me. Understand, they sacrificed their own self-will, and they maintained that right environment But here it is, friend. It doesn't happen by accident. My prayer is God, Victory Church, is 30 years old. But let us have a new birth in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. Reach out to individuals, God, who have come and gone. And Lord, reignite them in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. God, take the lives of individuals that we pray for on our prayer cards. And because of those prayer cards, reach down and touch them and convict them and let them know that they are loved. Acts 2.42 said, hey, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer, all the believers were together and had everything in common. No big guys, no little use. It was simply this. Here we are, Father, to do one thing. I want to be that tree planted by the water. I want to grow. I want to be prosperous. I want to grow in you. All the classes that we do, you heard Greg mentioned it a moment ago, and we have it in the bulletin. You know what the purpose is? is to grow. Do you know what's so unfortunate? I'm going to give you a little sidetrack. Usually the people, I don't mean this literally, but I mean this literally. Usually the people that are in the classes are the ones who don't need it the most. That's just yard talk. Y'all with me? How many will pray for the preacher? Amen. My prayer is God some way or another. Convict the people that are out there that need to grow. And let them understand that there is a path to growth in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
a path to self-control that says, if I want to get closer to God, I have to have the self-sacrifice. And so they were there. They devoted themselves. What, they, what that means is their mind clocked out on everything else except what was going to happen right where they are. They stayed on track. What happened? All of them were filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Don't give up on people that are lost. Don't give up in growing in the Lord. Don't give up getting up again and again and again. Don't give up if you take two steps back. Get up and take two steps forward. Amen? Don't give up if you let a little word that slips out and say, oh, my Lord. Ah, wow. And then you get the grace of God. Hello? Amen? Because that's the power of God. See, if we're to practice this fruit of temperance that we call self-control, we must set our sights high. God, how high am I going to be able to go and how close am I going to be able to get to you? And our goal is to please God with our hearts and our lives. But for that to happen, we must stay close to the fire of God that encourages us to do and say the right things and stay in a church and Christian environment. Stay there. Have that like fellowship with one another. And just tell the enemy that you deny him. And here's what I'm telling you. This time next year, if the Lord tarries, no one will recognize, no one will recognize your spiritual life, the, what it used to be compared to what it is now, if you stay true to these commitments. Write it out. Trust God. Heavenly Father, thank you in the name of Jesus for the anointing of your spirit. Thank you for this great congregation of people. Thank you for the gathering of those online. God, every single one of them speak to their hearts. Just, just speak clearly into their lives. And Lord, give us wisdom and guidance and anointing in Jesus' name. God, we pray for family members that are absolutely lost. We pray for individuals that are struggling and seem they can't find their way. We pray for people that are filled with apathy. We pray that you would resurrect their spirit and get them off the stump into the arena where the things of God are happening. Lord, give us grace and mercy and wisdom. God, we desire for the fire to fall in the name of Jesus Christ. We believe you're able to heal, you're able to save, you're able to redeem, and we believe you are coming and coming again really soon. So, Lord, let us just listen carefully to what you had to say and let us do something accordingly. Would you stand to your feet, please? And those of you that are in this room, those of you that are watching online, I want to say to those of you online, be faithful to God. Understand, understand as you're faithful to God, that there is no substitute for coming into the house of God and worshiping with saints of light faith. Amen. And let me say to you, may God heal you if that's what you need. May the Lord convict you if that's what you need. And may in this room, God heal those that are in need today and bring us to the point of repentance. God, and we claim it. Would you repeat this prayer? Everyone and those of you online as well. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father. 
I thank you for Jesus Christ. I thank you because I know he has forgiven me. I confess my sin and I believe again. His blood has covered my sin. I stand before you tonight and I declare with all of my heart, I will serve you. I will honor you. I will work with you as you lead my life. Lord, here is my heart. Use it as you choose in your precious name. Amen. 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 We're going to pray for those that are not well in your body. That's what God is doing. I want a stirring. I want God, I want to see people healed. And it happens simply this way. If you need something from the Lord, you've been complaining about something, well, why don't you come on down and let God heal it? If you're afraid of something, why don't you come on down and let God take it away? If you put up with something you shouldn't put up with, why don't you come on down? If you're apathetic in your spirit life and you know for sure and certain you are not the spirit person that you used to be, come on down. Guess what? The Holy Ghost anointing will touch you and heal you. Amen? So as we sing this song, stay with me. We're going to ask you to come and give you that privilege now. Would you do that? Here we go. out there everybody stretch them in this direction father in your name by the power of the holy ghost 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 in the name of jesus in the name of jesus not might nor power but by your spirit god stand on your word by the power of the holy ghost in the name of the lord lift up anoint heal deliver in the name of jesus let it be so let it be so in the name of Jesus. By the authority of your word. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. By the power of your spirit. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. By your spirit, Lord. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Take my heart. Take my heart. 
saw several come down that are being tested for cancer this week that's why they came I saw some come down that had biopsies done this past week that they're waiting for the report this week I saw some come down during this altar time the spouses left said they're never coming back but they came forward hallelujah Here's what I need you to know. There is a healing presence in the house. If, you, if you've got something you're facing that's created a mountain in your life, I don't care if you've been down here before, let me just appeal to you, come one more time tonight because I believe there's a special dispensation of God's power to heal you. So we're gonna sing it again. If you need to come, pay attention. Come on down, let's believe God together. Amen. Sing it. Get your hands up. Let's worship. Trust Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give myself away. So you. Give myself away. Hallelujah, 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 in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, by the authority of your word. We rebuke sickness and difficulty. We rebuke the cancer. We declare there's victory in the name of Jesus. It is done and over by the authority of your word. In the name of Jesus, claim the promise. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Now, Father, we placed our faith on the line. and We have stretched. and We've been obedient. And we're looking, God, because we know that right here, right now in this room is the mighty, awesome presence of God, a presence that is as great or greater than what experienced in Acts, the second chapter. It's here right now. Lord, there's healing in your wings. By your stripes, we are healed. And then, Lord, there is conviction right now in the life of some that's been playing church and playing Christianity, but they haven't really drilled down. They've allowed things to stack up in their life that's almost suffocated their spirit, man. In the name of Jesus Christ, 
I pray you'd bring deliverance with a strong touch of mighty God of love and power and anointing in that individual. God, and by your spirit, we pray now as we enter into the time of fasting and prayer tomorrow, God, we look to you and we declare, we declare by the authority of your word that no devil in hell is strong enough to stop the prayers of a praying church. So God, we are looking and expecting great and mighty things. And here we are self-sacrificing. That's what fasting is about. And we do that because we're looking for the results that will bring you glory and bring you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Hug somebody's neck. Let them know that you love them, even if you don't, okay?
You can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use it, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. I'm available. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use it, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. You can use anything, Lord. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, I'm available, Jesus. You can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. Oh, sing it. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use, you can use anything, Lord, you can use me, you can use anything, Lord, you can use me, cause I'm available, Lord, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me, take my hands, Lord, and my feet, take my hands, Lord, and my feet, touch my heart, Lord, speak anything, Lord, you can use me, cause I give myself away, I'm available, I give myself away, so you can use me, I give myself away, take my hands and my feet, Jesus, I give myself away, so you can give myself away, give myself away, give myself away, so you can use me, you can use me, give myself away, greater
Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for staying and worshiping with us. We'll see you on Wednesday.